This episode is sponsored by the Breakthrough to Excellence Network Legacy Scale-Up Program, which is a one-on-one consulting program that will provide you accountability, strategy, and customization for your unique business needs. We all desire to scale our business without the overwhelm. Let's face it, we don't want to scale our businesses anymore in a chaotic environment. This program is tailor-made so you never feel like you're ever falling behind again. To find out more on how to work with us, go to www.jasminehaley.com. Welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I'm Jasmine Haley, healthcare provider turned educator, entrepreneur, and startup strategist. Not too long ago, I was burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, and full of fear from a toxic work environment. I created my business out of necessity to create a legacy I can be proud of today. It helps me transform the lives of women every single day to pursue their dreams and entrepreneurial goals. I created this podcast to share the empowering stories of entrepreneurial women, help you break through self-doubt to your greatness, and share business strategies to help you create a thriving and profitable business. If you are an emerging entrepreneur or business owner that wants to create the mindset needed to escape burnout, reclaim your personal power, and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. Today's training is a training that I did live and I love doing live trainings. One, because I love hearing the perspectives of the audience members after we have this discussion. And after we talked about building an offer that transforms, there were some things that were shared that were so good. And I kind of want you to keep this perspective in mind as you're listening into this training. What was shared in the discussion after was really taking a look at how we recap our experiences for our clients. So if you are really getting to a place where you're, you're getting the demand, you're getting the clients, do you take the time to actually recap to them everything that they accomplish within your own program so that they could see their own transformation. Every single day, we have difficulty with remembering what we did the previous day because we're busy, right? We often may have difficulty specifically with writing down what we're grateful for for that day, writing down our wins and and even writing down what makes us amazing as CEOs. Now, if we can't remember our own life or what happened the previous day, how in the world are our clients going to remember every single win or every single part of their transformation in your experience? So this discussion is going to help you assess where you need to fill in some gaps that may be missing in your own client offer experience. Because at the end of the day, we want repeat clients. We want clients who get wins because it's a direct reflection on our program's sustainability. So I cannot wait to hear your thoughts about this particular training. Know that you can reach myself and my team through btp events at beyondtheprofi.com or 
on Insta to continue this conversation on exactly how do you build out an offer that's transformative and how can we in our day-to-day business journey make sure that transformation and serving the actual human beings that are behind the transaction behind those contracts that we sign and behind the money that's exchanged that we see and hear them and support them in gaining their own wins in their journey. Once again, I thank you all for joining me and I hope you enjoy this training. Hey, 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 this is Jasmine Haley, your host, and I am really looking forward to this conversation today. We are talking about building an offer that transforms your clients. And this is a really, really important topic when you're looking at scaling your business beyond the 250K mark. And so I'm going to share some points and some strategies on why you need to be looking in on your offer and how you're positioning your offer for the clients that you are serving. I am Jasmine Haley. I am a nationally awarded speaker, podcaster, pro educator, and a business growth strategist. And I simply help six-figure business owners who are burning the candle from both ends streamline their focus so they can increase their impact, their income, and their influence. And I help them to establish their business legacy by means of my legacy scaler framework. So you're going to hear me reference throughout whatever discussions that I'm having, the importance of being legacy driven within our business. And that's going to help us really start to put into perspective how we're showing up for ourselves and for our clients. Um, and and what, what we'll find is that what got us to our six figures is not going to support us fully into the world of multiple six figures. And I am completely devoted to this because I, when I reached my first six figures, I felt that I was in entrepreneurial poverty. And I was. It wasn't enough for me to acquire the lifestyle I wanted for myself and my family and pay the people that I was supporting in my business. So many of us, we've we started our business to make an impact. And again, when we were growing our business to its first six figures, many of us were solopreneurs. We were used to working very long hours. Um, we were used to doing every single role there is in our business. And some of the our output of that work was great. Some of it was not so great. But we realized that what got us to our first six figures may not be completely sustainable. We want more freedom. We want more time to rest. We want more time to do things that um, really make our heart sing, not only in our business, but in our personal life. So when we were growing our business, we were essentially getting to a place where we were throwing out whatever offers could work, whatever was bringing in the money. It may have been flying by the seat of our pants, but that's what it is that we were doing. So when we're shifting from a hobbyist to an actual CEO of our business, we have to begin thinking about a big picture. We have to start thinking about really owning a company and not so much well, you know, this is something that I'm doing on the side, right? 
And so one of the major components of scaling our business is crafting and refining scalable offers. And it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what industry you're from. I have worked with people in the healthcare fields. I have worked with people that were CPAs, tax strategists, uh, HR strategists, and all these different walks of life. And every single one of them needed to refine their offer so that it's scalable. So when our clients, when they encounter our offer, you want them to do these two things. We want them to, one, become repeat customers. We want to put them on a sales cycle where they can continuously be served by our proprietary product or service, right? And why do we want that? Well, it's easier. It's easier for us to recapture the clients that we've already served rather than it is to acquire new clients, all right? And it also helps when you're able to recapture those clients who are repeat customers of your, of your business. It improves your business longevity. We already know how tiring it is to acquire new clients. The second thing that we need to consider when we're creating offers that are transformative is that we want to get to a place where we're able to ask for referrals easily, right? And we're able to acquire those referrals easily from our existing clients or previous clients. Why? Because most of our clients or customers are from our target audience, right? And more than likely, they hang out with very similar ICAs that we would love to serve. And I'm going to add in a third one. I said two, but I'm going to add in a third one. Happy clients, okay? People who actually get a transformation, people who are winning in their business or in their life are an exact reflection of your own business, right? Now, we know we have some of those nightmare customers out, clients out there, and I don't want to act like they're not there. You know, the ones that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy I fired them. <laughs> But when we're looking at what we are developing for our clients, we have to get out of that hustle mentality that got us to our first six figures. So I'm going to share three things that we need to assess in our own business if we're looking to have transformation within our client experience within our business. This is what's going to add to the longevity. This is what's going to help us gain the clarity we need in order to scale our business as well. This is a first step. I really want you to get super clear on the roadmap on which you're taking your clients. So as I mentioned at the outset, I'm a speaker. And whenever I'm speaking about topics that involve healthcare, like persons living with HIV or ACEs and trauma and substance use disorder, I take my audience members through a journey. From the time I step onto the stage and I may be speaking for three to six hours, it doesn't matter. From point A to point Z, I know exactly where I'm going to take them so that as they're acquiring the knowledge from my presentation, they're able to pick gems that they can take into their own life to cause transformation within their lives or the clients or patients that they serve. And that's the same exact concept. When we are creating offers in our business, we want to create transformation. If people are not getting results from your program, it will not be able to be replicated 
and be able to be placed into something that's scalable. And the whole point of us being in business is not only to make an impact for our clients' lives, but in our lives. We want to get out of being overworked and underpaid. And one of those key areas is refining our offer. So think about it. Do you currently have a roadmap for your clients? Are you clear on that? Have you written that down? Have you taken the time to understand from the time that they are entered into your funnel what that experience will be like? Are you super clear? And if you can't answer to me, if I can't come to you right now and say, hey, Susie, what specifically are you taking your clients through? Like, what is that transformation? Then you know you've got some homework to do, right? Because if you're not clear, then that possibly is leading to your clients not getting the true transformation that they need. And this and this topic is really speaking to those individuals who are really struggling to attain the right type of clients, who are really struggling to uh, get repeat clients and customers for the business that they are serving. All right. Here's the second thing I want you to take a look at when it comes to creating transformation. So now that you understand the roadmap that you're actually sending people to from point A to point Z, how are you onboarding your clients into your sphere of influence? For some of us, when we were building our six-figure business, we were just like, oh, let me gather as many people as possible. I need this money. I need this money, right? Like we're trying to get as much business as we can get. And we never even consider how am I accepting my clients into my sphere of influence so that they understand the expectations of the program, how we can serve them, and how they can feel and continuously feel supported through our program. That's often missed. Have you ever been in a situation where you received services from someone and you felt like they just took your money and they forgot about you? Many of us go through life yearning to be seen and to be heard. And so when you are creating a transformative experience for your clients, one of the key missing gaps that I've seen even in, my, in the, the clients that I've worked with is the client onboarding system. We get so consumed with KPIs. We get so consumed with measuring all of the metrics in the world that we forget that we're working with human beings. And oftentimes when you look at educational methodology and the adult learner, every single one of us that happens to be listening to either this being repurposed in a podcast or listen to it live right now in this room, every one of us have different learning styles. So as I mentioned in the outset, I'm a previous educator, college educator. And when I was pursuing my master's degree, we were able to learn about some of the learning styles of our adult learner. And each one of us are di different. Many of us are multimodal. Some of us love to see things visually. Some of us love to learn through hearing, through the auditory. Some of us love to learn by hands-on kinesthetic. Some of us learn by written. There's so many different ways in which our clients 
learn. So many different ways that we learn. So when you, when you look at your onboarding system, how is it that you're implementing them into your actual offer? And in your offer, is it extremely clear in multiple ways on how they can acquire the transformation? Now, I have a high touch, very high touch, one-on-one coaching program. So I spend a lot of time with my clients working through their business. But that doesn't mean that I'm not also providing other means for which they can learn, whether that be by video, whether that be written instructions, whether that be face-to-face meetings as necessary. So when you are specifically looking at how can I offer transformation to my clients, consider what is my client onboarding system like? Am I setting up my clients right now to win? Are they extremely clear where they can find X, Y, and Z resource? Are they extremely clear where they can go and go in for help? Are there also some boundaries set within there that you are able, you as a CEO are able to serve in your best way? Because a lot of times if we don't put boundaries even for ourselves within our business to rest, to not always be on for our clients, how can we best serve them to lead to transformation if we are burnt out and overworked? So the boundaries are necessary within that too. All right. The last tip is assessments. Dun, dun, dun. All right, listen, now I'm going to totally geek out right now. You're probably thinking like, oh my gosh, this lady is, she's, she's doing too much. I'm already feeling a little overwhelmed, but assessments are really, really important. And, and I'm going to explain why. So I'm going to go back into the education methodology. When you're looking at education for the adult learner, there are assessments that can happen. They can happen during okay, which is formative evaluations, and they can happen at the conclusion, and that is summative evaluations. So the formative evaluations are always ongoing, and the summative will be at the end of the experience. Now, if you're not already doing that, you want to make sure that you are taking assessments during and after your work with the client. Why? Because you need to make sure based on the roadmap that you created, based on the milestones that you created, you're assessing whether or not your client is reaching reaching that. If you're not doing that, that's where things can fall through the cracks. That's where things, the gaps that may be present in your offer aren't going to be seen. And so they don't have to be elaborate. They could be check-ins that you have scheduled within your customer relationship management system. There could be forms that you have sent out by your team. Whatever it is, it could be anything that can help you get real clarity on where your client is and then what other areas within your offer can you support them so that they are able to win. Again, I really want to emphasize that this topic is based specifically on clients that are your ideal clients that are a good fit for your program. We're not here to shame or make other coaches and consultants feel bad for those clients that do not get the transformation. There are clients that we have chosen from our own doing that were not a great fit. I've been guilty of this. I have chosen people because you need to make your ends meet, right? We are, we are moving from that thought process. We're shifting 
from the solopreneur that's treating their business as a hobby, that's treating their business as a side hustle and moving towards being a CEO. And making a CEO decision would mean choosing clients that you can ideally work with that would be coachable and willing to learn from your actual program. And so that concludes my thoughts for today. And I hope that this discussion really gets the wheels turning for you so that as you are building out your offers and working towards multiple six figures, you're extremely clear on the transformation that you're providing for your clients and how you're doing so with your roadmap, your client onboarding system and assessments. Thanks for tuning into the show. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on jasminehaley.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend or leave us a review. I'll see you next time.